Lift, a podcast for aspiring and existing leaders. I'm your host, Greg Cunningham, and I look forward to being a part of your leadership journey. This is one of the three launch episodes that will be published in January of 2023. And in this episode, we will be covering just at a very high level what leadership should be and what it means to lift. Before we get started, I just want to remind you that if you're interested in or focused on leadership, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can also go to www.mountainebelconsulting.com where we are regularly adding new content and resources to help you on your leadership journey. If you look up the definition of leader or leadership in a dictionary, odds are you're going to be disappointed, or at least you should be disappointed. Dictionary.com says that leadership is the function of a leader and that a leader is someone who guides or directs a group. That's really not very helpful. I can think of all kinds of roles where someone is guiding or directing a group, but they are certainly not leaders. I believe that all of us that are either in a leadership position or aspire to be in one need to have a much deeper understanding of what leadership really is, or at least what it should be. We need to have our own definition of leadership, something that we internalize that we aspire to. Once we have that definition firmly set in our minds and our hearts, then we're ready to go out and start trying to be that type of a leader. Over the course of this episode, I hope to give you some ideas to consider as part of your own definition of leadership. Hopefully this will get you thinking about what leadership core you want to have in your life. Now, for me, one of the core non-negotiable parts of any definition of leadership should be the ability to lift, to lift those they lead and themselves above where they are or where they have been, to lift someone to meet their fullest potential. So today we will spend quite a bit of time talking about the concept of leaders lift. So let's start off this conversation by talking about what leadership should be and what it really is not. I think the best way to summarize what leadership should be is to list some key things that should be part of real leadership. Here are a few that I would place on such a list. The right motives. Number one should be a desire to help others. And now I'm not saying that it has to be the only motive. I've talked about this in a couple of the other episodes, but that should be our primary focus is to help others, whether that be the people we lead, our organization, our families, It doesn't really matter. We should have this desire to lift others. And we're going to talk about that in more detail. Leaders also need to have the right knowledge and the wisdom to use that knowledge. Just because you know what the right thing to do is or know what the best thing to do is doesn't mean that you know how to do it. So that implies they've got to have tools, they've got to have skills, and all of those things are definitely a part of what leadership should be. Now, leaders also need to have the right amount of confidence. Some ego is okay. Unchecked ego, as I talked about in the state of leadership today, that becomes the problem. But they have to have enough confidence to be able to stand up, to do the right thing, to be willing to implement a new idea or take a risk. So definitely the right amount of confidence needs to be there. Leaders need to be self-aware. Uh, I talked about this quite a bit in the Leadership Foundations about how one of the first things you should be doing as an aspiring leader, or even if you're an existing leader and want to make some changes, is to know yourself. 
And I'll spend a whole episode or more than one most likely talking about knowing yourself. But you need to be self-aware. You need to know what your weaknesses are. You need to know what your strengths are so that you can go out and mitigate those weaknesses and take advantage of your strengths and just kind of know who you really are. Always looking to learn new things, seeking to adapt. Um, Think about the pandemic, how hard it was for some companies to keep going and adapt to those ever-changing circumstances. And I do think those two things tie together. If we're not constantly seeking to learn, or at least regularly seeking to learn, then it's going to become more difficult to adapt as the world around us changes. And then the final one that I think I would put on this list is just understanding that we lead people and we manage projects. And my last job, a member of my team, as we were talking about leadership, this is what she said. She said, you lead people and you manage projects. And that's true. Tasks, projects, your to-do list, goals, objectives, all of that kind of stuff can be managed. But you really do have to lead people. They do have their agency, they can make choices. So you need to be able to lead them, not just manage them. Now that's my list, that's about six things. It's not all encompassing, but I'd be curious to know what others you would include in this core definition of what leadership should be. So feel free to uh, reach out and let me know. What are some of the things that you think I've missed on this list? Now leaders, should be people that we can look up to and leadership should be something that we can aspire to and that's not always the case i know that when my kids were smaller and they were going through that i want to be an athlete or i want to be a celebrity or whatever it was it was a little bit scary as a parent to think who were they going to decide that they want to look up to and while everyone may not be able to be leaders as far as having the title or changing the world We all can be leaders in our own little sphere of influence. Ultimately, leadership is all about making a difference to someone. That could be one person. It could be our family. It could be our community. It could be our organization. It could be the world. All of us will have an opportunity to be a leader in that sense. We'll each have our chances to make a difference in the life of someone else or in a project or an organization, whatever the case may be, we can And we'll have those opportunities to make a difference. Now, I also want to point out a few things that leadership probably is not. These are some misconceptions that I see spread around that I've seen throughout my career. First of all, leadership is not being a good manager. Just because you can manage people doesn't mean that you can lead them. There's a big difference between tracking attendance and Uh, performance metrics and those types of things versus leading an organization or a team or even an individual. Now, that being said, I think as a leader, you do need to have some basic management skills if you're going to be responsible for people. Some leaders are just strategic leaders and they don't have direct reports, but others have people that they're actually responsible for. So you've got to have those management skills that allow you to handle the day-to-day things and you need to be good enough at them that they don't become a distraction or a problem for you so that you can focus on the leadership aspects of your responsibilities. The last two here are being everything to everyone and solving every problem. Now, this is something that I really, really struggle with. And this, for me, is not about my ego, but it's just about who I am. I'm a problem solver. And I posted a blog post uh, in, I think it was early December, of 2022 about 
the problem with being a problem solver. You see a problem and you want to solve it. And that ties into trying to be everything to everyone because there are always problems to solve, right? There are always things that you can do to help someone to improve. First of all, leaders need to realize that they can't be everything to everyone. It just won't work out. And then second, leaders are very often seen as problem solvers, but that doesn't mean that they solve problems on their own. I think the bigger thing with a leader is that they may need to ensure that the problems are solved, but it's very different from doing it themselves. You can go into that blog post. I'll put a link in the show notes and you can see what I mean by that. I can go out and solve a lot of problems, but if I do that, I'm taking away the opportunity for people that I'm around to solve those problems as well. They don't learn and they don't grow nearly as much. Plus, Feeling like I have to personally be involved and solve every problem that I see puts way more pressure and stress on me than I want to have in my life. So this is something I work on every day. I try to categorize the problems. And if you want more information on that, again, go to mountnebelconsulting.com and check out that blog post. Just a quick reminder while we're on a short break to hit that subscribe button if you find this topic useful or are interested in leadership in general. You can also visit us at www.mountnebelconsulting.com for some great resources and to sign up for our newsletter, which should be launching in the near future. You can also follow us on LinkedIn or Instagram. Instagram, we're at Mount Ebo Consulting, MTN EBO Consulting, or Leaders Lift LDRS LFT. So let's talk about the title of this podcast, Leaders Lift. I chose that name because I believe that at the core of the best leaders is their ability to lift others and themselves. That can be any kind of lifting. Lifting someone when they are down, lifting them to a new level, think goal attainment, meeting their potential, lifting an organization. These are all examples of lifting that I hope to explore as part of our journey. These types of lifting lead to things like making a difference in the lives of families, teams, organizations, communities, and maybe even a small or large part of the world. Helping organizations meet their goals and even much, much more than that. So what does it mean to lift? Ultimately, it means to make a difference in a family, on a team, within an organization, within a community, and maybe even to change the world just a little bit. Now you'll notice there that when I say that, there are a lot of members of a family, a lot of members on a team within an organization, a community, and definitely a lot of folks in the world. So it doesn't mean that it's one person, the person designated as the quote unquote leader that can make a difference. Anybody in those organizations can be a leader in the sense of helping someone or making a difference to that organization. I like the concept of lifting, also meaning to help others live up to their potential. I do have a lot of things that really just irritate me and push my buttons, but individuals that I'm close to that I care about not having a desire or trying to live up to their potential is one of the things that just drives me crazy. There is so much potential in people. I had a church leader one time that said, the more you expect of someone, the more they will rise to the occasion. And I believe that's the case. And I think a lot of times in today's society, when we think about entitlement or some of the other cultural shifts that are going on right now, we just don't expect people to live up to their potential. I think leaders can change that. As leaders, we can stand up. We can expect 
others to live up to their potential. We can expect that of ourselves as well. And then we can provide the support, the tools, the training, the guidance, those things that others need to live up to that potential that they have. Lifting also means focusing on others and trying to do the right things for them. It means that we don't treat other people as disposable resources. I think we can see that going on right now with some high profile companies. There's also been a lot of layoffs of late and that's just part of leadership today. You know, if we have to go do a mass layoff, we're just going to do it and then we'll just hire more people later if we need to. But I also want to point out that sometimes doing the right thing for those that you lead means being tough. Things like providing constructive criticism, making sure they understand where they need to improve. And then hopefully this doesn't happen a lot, but also helping them find success elsewhere. It's one of the toughest things to do as a leader to do well is to help somebody identify the fact that they're just not a good fit for what they're trying to accomplish and then not giving up on them, but helping them find success somewhere else, somewhere where they can fit in where they can do the kind of work that they want to do. Okay, so that's what it means to lift. Why is leadership and why is lifting so important? Well, let me talk through um, a couple of examples as we go through these next few subjects. But the person I would consider my first professional mentor really did seek to lift me and everyone on the team. Her focus was to build the organization, and that meant investing in her team, in us. She had a vision of what we could be as individuals and as an organization. She saw more in my personal potential than I did, and she helped me figure out how to learn and grow. She was tough. If I was off course, I sure knew it. I mean, I can remember a few times where she just flat out told me things that I wasn't doing well, and she didn't beat around the bush. She didn't sugarcoat it. She just flat out said, this is what you need to work on, or this is a problem. She demanded excellence, but supported us and gave us the tools to achieve it. Now, on the flip side, I've had leaders that held the position of leader, but did not have the same ability or desire to lift. And sometimes I wasn't even sure whether it was one or both of those. But some had a desire, but just didn't have the skill. And for example, some leaders, they don't understand how to be tough so that those they lead can learn and grow by doing something differently. Others have had the skill but lacked the desire to do it. I do remember two different leaders that basically told me I was underperforming, which is fine to hear and happens to everyone. But then here's the catch. They were not going to help me improve. So they were good at pointing out where I needed to improve but didn't want to lift me to that level or help me get to that level in any way. And needless to say, both of those organizations, I didn't stick around very long after those instances. Now, I also think it's important to point out that lifting is a part of who you are, not necessarily something that you just do. If I think about these previous examples of leaders that lifted and did not, I can see that in the first example where this leader was helping others reach their potential, meet their goals, it was just part of who she was. In order to make that part of who you are, it requires deliberate work, deliberate focus, you need to constantly be learning. You need to try new things. You need to care more about others than our own comforts. 
and care about them as a person and not just a worker or member of the team or a resource to help achieve our goals, etc. Now, let me give you one example with that same leader that I talked to, the one that really had a vision and wanted to lift her team. Uh, there was one time where she and I had to go to San Francisco to meet with a potential vendor on a trip. We had a single day of meetings, so it was super easy to fly in and out. I was excited as I had never been to San Francisco. This is very, very early in my career. As soon as she found out that I had never been there, she changed our plans and flew us in a day early. She basically spent the day acting as tour guide. She had lived there for years and years and years. And it was amazing. We didn't talk about work. We didn't do any work. There was no personal benefit for her other than her wanting to give me a chance to experience something that I hadn't before. She was sincere. She cared about that. And this wasn't a one-time event for her. A few years later, she sent me back to San Francisco to speak at a conference. And when she found out it was my wife and I's 10th anniversary and I wanted to take her with me, she helped me plan out the whole trip. Not only the business portion, but the personal portion of this trip. And it was fantastic. It was an amazing vacation. And it was something that my wife and I would never have experienced the way we did without for help. This same leader also used to take us once a year up to property that she had in Jackson Hole, Wyoming for our yearly retreat. And the whole management team would come up for two or three days worth of meetings. And then all of our families would join us. And we were staying in her home. We were staying on her property. I mean, she just made this into not only a business opportunity, but something that our families could, could enjoy as well. She and her husband were both avid uh, river rafters. Not the whitewater kind of stuff, but they would both put a boat in the river and take folks down the Snake River, anybody that wanted to go, and just let them experience that going down through the national park and down out of the park. It was amazing, and you knew that she cared. So I think that's a really good example of caring about others more than ourselves and caring about them as a person, not just as a member of the team. Now, here's the catch, and this is probably the case with most everything that we're going to talk about. None of these leaders that I talk about, and I include myself in this, none of us are perfect. I mean, there were times when I was super frustrated with this mentor of mine. And there were times where I wondered if she really cared about anything other than the success of the organization. But then I always had to look back and remember these experiences and remember that she's human too and that she can get frustrated. I think that's important for us as leaders to remember that we're not going to be perfect at any of this stuff, no matter how long we've been doing it, no matter how hard we try. And then just be willing to apologize and do our best to correct the mistakes that we made. I'm not sure how much of what we've discussed today aligns with your definition of leadership. And I'm sure I've missed a bunch of things too. But I do hope that at least I've given you some things to think about and consider. That's the most important piece. Be open to a different definition of leadership than those that may be popular in the world today. Think about this concept of lifting. If each of us could just lift one other person every day, think about how much better our families, our teams, our communities, and even the world would be. My challenge to you is to think about where you are in your leadership journey. How much do you focus on lifting others? Are there changes you can make, big or small changes, that would help you be more focused on the right things? 
honestly answering those questions and then seeking to do just a bit better tomorrow than today will go a long way to making a difference. Don't forget to subscribe if you want to be notified of future episodes. You can also visit our website at www.mountaineagleconsulting.com for more great content, to see what coaching services we have or will be offering, and to sign up for our newsletter, which we'll be launching in the near future. You can also find us on LinkedIn and Instagram. And if there are any other current or aspiring leaders in your circle that would benefit from what we offer, please share our information with them. Share the podcast. We would love to be a part of their leadership journey as well. If you feel so inclined, you can support the show by looking for Leaders Lift on Patreon. We'll put a link in the show notes. And if you really enjoyed the podcast, a review on Podchaser really helps out the show and helps us to get the word out to others that may be interested. Any combination of these things will help us to adjust as necessary and to continue providing great content. Now, go out there and keep lifting.